You are listening to episode 29 of Organize with Grace podcast, where I had an opportunity to interview an author. I'm a complete nerd for good books, and I highly admire authors. So this was an exciting interview for me. And when you think about prayer, what comes to mind? Definitely not organizing your home, right? So why am I bringing up prayer in a podcast for organizing and decluttering? For me personally, spending time in prayer has been an integral part of my journey into a more organized life because in prayer, I get to quiet my mind and my heart, and it helps me to center around what's important in my life, and it brings calmness to my day. Also, it produces some peace in my heart, and for me, all of these things help me face the chaos that happens in life. And you may experience prayer in other ways, like meditating, and you may have a totally different set of beliefs than me. But know that you continue to be welcome here, you are seen, and you're loved. And I simply want to be able to share what's on my heart and what I'm all about. So in this special interview with Sonia Cameron, author and career advisor, We have a conversation about the impact that prayer can have as you navigate your job search, if that's a season for you right now. So let me first tell you about Sonia before I proceed with the interview. Sonia is from the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina. She is a successful tech support engineer by day and a savvy self-made author by night. After experiencing her own career hurdles that challenged and strengthened her spiritual growth, she set out to spread what she has learned through writing. First published in 2014 with Christian Devotions, she harnessed good old-fashioned ingenuity and modern tech skills to grow her prayer and career blog to a loyal 2,000-monthly readership. And because of her website's success, she's written a book called God, Please Help Me Find a Job. And much of the interview will be about that book. And I hope that you uh, stay throughout the interview because she will provide you with so much valuable information and strategies as you are in the middle of your job search or you may be looking to transition into another one. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Sonia, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. How are you? Great. It's a pleasure to be on your show today. So excited to share with your listeners. Now, 
I provided a short bio of you to my listeners at the very beginning of the podcast episode, but please feel free to tell us a little bit more about you, Sonia. Um, I am an author. Oh, God, please help me find a job. 21 Prayers for the Job Seeker, as well as the journal and job search organizer. And I'm also a blogger of blessthework.com. I'm interested in spreading the message to all of your listeners about how God and prayer is the secret to the job search. And I'm just excited to be here. Can't wait to spend some time with you and discuss this. Awesome. Awesome. And I and I wanted you to be a part of this show because I want to personally let my listeners know that, yes, this is all based on prayer, all of these things that I've been doing. And so, yes, it is about organizing mostly, you know, but um, down at the bottom of that, I couldn't do all of this without the Lord. So I wanted to invite uh, Sonia to talk about one, her book, which I think it's it's so awesome, um, and also how to organize your job search because it's such a relevant message at this time. Um, things took a, a whole, we've gone through so much this past year and a lot of people have lost their jobs and, and now a lot of us are in that job market. So I would love to talk to you, Sonia, about how to do that, and um, and but first, I wanna I wanna know more about the book and how it came about. Yeah. Um. Well, basically, what happened was, of course, in 2020, it all began with a lot of people being unemployed. I think one week it was 17 million people filed for unemployment, and that just really broke my heart. I was like, Lord what can I do to help these people? And because I had a blog where I've been sharing prayers for quite a while, I decided I would just write a book of prayers that would enable people to be encouraged in their job search. And so I just started writing and writing and it just flowed out and we ended up editing it and we put it together in about six weeks. And we were like really excited and Then I commissioned a photographer to do some images to go into the book. And before long, we had a finished product and we're just excited about it and wanted to share with everybody. Wonderful. And and why do you feel that um, having a relationship with God is a, a key secret, like you said, you know, earlier to a successful job search? Well, it came from my personal experience. Um. Back in 2008, 2009, I had been uh, released from my job and I really didn't know what to do. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was just dejected. I didn't know where to turn. And I was a, I'm a Christian, you know, and it, it was just, it didn't really dawn on me until that time that I needed to engage God and involve God in my job search. And it became my secret weapon because I um, I had been fired. And the first interview I went on, I was afraid and ashamed to tell them that I had been fired. So I didn't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I was a Christian, but I did not tell the truth. They asked me, 
why, you know, did you leave your last role? I was like, well, I was laid off. Well, you know, it was a layoff of one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so that wasn't the truth. So I went home that night. I was distraught. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I just really, you know, that was not me. You know, I, I, I realized I couldn't continue to lie during this whole job search process. So I started praying to God and I was like, God, what would you have me do? How should I approach this? And basically, I just kind of made a deal with God. I'm like, God, I'm going to stand in my truth and tell people the truth that I was fired and just allow you to do the rest. You know, you're going to have to make a way out of no way. And so I did get another interview. And um, to my surprise, when the guy asked me, well, why did you leave your last role? I said, um, it just wasn't a good fit. And I was fired. And he was surprised. He said, wow, I'm surprised because you came highly recommended. I was like, really? He, oh, wow. he mm-hmm. said, yeah. He said, Jennifer um, in HR recommended you. She said that you were an enthusiastic employee. You're a pleasure to be around. And in fact, we decided based on her recommendation that we're not going to interview anybody else. Awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> and it just worked out. I mean, and I believe that if I had not prayed and if I had not been honest with God, I would not have ended up in that situation. And so my message to your listeners is include God in your everyday situation because he cares and he loves you with the everlasting love. That's right. And I agree. I, I so agree. And and how have you um how have you continued that even, you know, from the time that you have gotten the job, you know, and, and with continued that that uh practice of prayer and how 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 does that how has that been? Um well it, it's a daily walk. It's a daily yeah. it's a day-to-day thing because things happen on a daily basis. You encounter challenges. And it's, it's a good thing to share those challenges with God, like spend about five to 10 minutes a day, just, you know, just relating to God, even if you're just listening, you know, that's a, that's a, a place of prayer, you know, just right. listening. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a journey and I, I've enjoyed the journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, and with that, I wanted to get into how you began at, with prayer and from prayer, how to organize that job search when you found yourself, okay, where do I even begin? And you shared, thank you for sharing um, and for being vulnerable about how you were feeling at the time that this happened, you know, of, of being let go, because I think a lot of us would feel or have felt that way. Um, so from that um, state of, of emotions, how do you move yourself? How did you move yourself forward? How, how do you regroup? I yes. Think, I think the, the thing you have to start is you have to start with goals and be focused mm-hmm. and just keep things simple. You know, uh, I like simple. (laughs) Yeah. Keep things simple, you know, decide what you want to do, 
where you want to do it, where you want to work, you know, have like a top three places where you might want to work. Keep it simple and focus on that. And then basically what you can do is, you know, develop your a well-crafted cover letter and resume with specific keywords for those roles at those particular companies. And then keep a record of that. Now, there are several ways you can keep a record. One, you can do it electronically. So there's a website called jibberjobber.com that allows you to keep uh, records electronically. They have a job search blog and they have a content management database. Also, there's a second website that's a little bit more, I think it's a little bit more user-friendly called hunter.co. That's H-U-N-T-R dot C-O. And it allows you to collect jobs across the web and manage tasks and keep track of contacts as well as view a timeline from the job application all the way up to the job acceptance. Yeah, so you can do that electronically. But if you're more like me, I like pen and paper. So same here. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm old school like that. <laughs> I'm old school too, so that's why I develop a job search organizer um, and journal based on the original work that I did in 2020. It's called God, please help me find a job journal and job search organizer, and you can find it on Amazon.com. And basically, it allows you to keep a record of your job search activities, your contacts, your file names. And also the salary offerings uh, for each job search uh, activity. And it just allows you to keep a journal as well as it has um, sections about prayer in that job search journal um, that allow you to write your own job search journey and your, your own prayers. Because each job search is unique as your, your DNA. Like Everybody's search is different. So, so yeah, my job search organizer is one of a kind. Well, I am definitely interested in looking at that. That sounds good because right now for me, I, I do have a nine to five job, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of like a, a movement here. And I think that would be an awesome resource to, to begin to, to get organized and begin to keep track. And like you said, it's, when I when you were when you were talking, I thought of um, someone that told me this that you know, hey, make your job search as if it is your full time job. Absolutely. At that moment, do you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. You know, you need to spend dedicate some time every day to making moves toward that that next role. Um, I have a download on my website called. 21 days of preparation for your job next role. And um, you can download it. It's free. Um, It's on blessedthework.com. And you can take baby steps every day towards your next, towards your next role, your next position. And um, I, I think that will be a good place to start. Yeah. And I love that you said baby steps because, and the, the, resource that you have is so wonderful because a lot of us feel that overwhelm 
Right. Especially you, maybe um, a person has been at the job for so many years and you're like, oh my goodness, that's all I know. Like, where do I even, you know, where do I even begin? And so I thank you for that resource. I'm going to make sure that I include that in my, um, in my notes for my, you know, listeners to refer to. And, and so want to hop over to back to the book because I would love to provide this as a um, as a as a gift to one of our listeners. Um, can you tell me more about uh, what types of prayers you've included in, in yeah, that book? Absolutely. Um, here's the cover of the book. I know your listeners can't see it, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> There are four sections in the book. Um, the first section is the emotions of the job seeker. Um, and where we talk about, uh, we have prayers for the fearful job seeker, the anxious job seeker, the job seeker with low self-esteem, and the depressed job seeker. And also, um, the next section is called the status of the job seeker, where we have prayers for the brand new job seeker, the freelancer, the fire job seeker, the long-term job seeker, the temporary employee who wants full-time employment. There's a lot of people out there that are temporary and part-time, but they want a full-time job. The job seeker with financial problems. And finally in that section is when jobs are scarce and unemployment is high. It's a prayer for that too. And then um, section three is the needs of the job seeker. So um, in that, we have prayers uh, about decision making, um, relocation, uh, changing careers, uh, job seeking that is working remotely or wants to work remotely. And finally, a job seeker needing a breakthrough. And then the fourth section is the job search process. So it has a prayer on Uh, Networking, job seekers who need connections, the job seekers resume, preparing for the interview, the actual job offer, giving thanks for the job, and the job seeker who wants to walk in excellence. Wow, you've got everything covered, it seems like. That is so wonderful. (laughs) We tried to make it all inclusive. We tried tried to approach everything, and there are... I try to make it as easy to read as possible. So I included images in the book so Mm -hmm. that if a person is not really a bookworm or, you know, they're not really into reading a lot of text, then try to make it as easy to read as possible. That's wonderful. And I think that maybe in, in general, a lot of people view maybe prayer. And I know I surely did for a long time that, you know, Oh, you know, let me just, it'll be like a prayer is like a wish list or, uh, you know, or let me just make a, you know, let me just make, like I said, a list and, and okay, if, if that comes true, then okay, you know, God, you're good. If it doesn't, then you're not, you know, and, and I love that you focus the prayer regarding on, on how you want to communicate with what you want to communicate with God from feelings to the actual um, process of the, of the, um, the job search. And there's, I believe there's practicality in prayer. 
Absolutely. Right. There's a lot of practicality in prayer. And some, a lot of times when you spend time in prayer, it's, it's a conversation, believe it or not. So you, you're talking to God, but you should also take time to listen too, because he'll download instructions that you may not have thought about, you know, just by getting quiet and spending time in his presence, because in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So just spending time in his presence, you'll get ideas and you'll say, wow, something told me to go here or go there or something told me to send an email to an old coworker. You know, anything could come up in that in the presence of God and then you just act on it. Because, you know, in my situation, like I said, back in 2008 and 2009, what are the chances that I would have ended up in a role where one of my past coworkers was that could vouch for me, right? What are the chances? That had to be God. It had right. to be him leading and guiding me to the right place at the right time with the right people. Yes, yes. And he's he's that good. And also with prayer, you mentioned something. And also a lot of times the 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 misunderstanding about prayer is that, you know, oh, I'll pray and then I'll just wait right here and let it let fall let things fall on my lap. No, it takes acting on it. And you mentioned that. Yeah. Faith without works is dead. That's what it says in James, right? So yes. we have to we have to put the work in. It's not gonna just fall out of the sky. You gotta you gotta put some action behind those words, right? You can't just pray and just go to sleep. <laughs> Right. You got to put that work in. And that's why, you know, I, um, I thank you for the, you know, for the great tips about how to get your um, job search organized and just such simple ways. Like you said, the top three and, you know, go for it, get your, get your um, resume um, done. And I like what you said about um, making your resume so that it entail, it is um, the, the key words of that job that you're, um, that you're applying for applies to that. Keywords, so can you tell me more about that? Keywords are very important because nowadays their actual is electronic search is done on your resume. So it's not like a human being that's looking at your resume. There's, there's keyword search done on that document. So you want to make sure that your resume is relevant to the job that you're applying for. So, you know, and the best way to do that, not exactly have the exact same words, but have Mm -hmm. relevant words, you know, and so that your resume will float to the top, you know, and um, that's that's really important, especially including a cover letter that's directly related to those keywords as well. You know, you want to stay as focused as possible. Mm-hmm. What would you say for those who are very intimidated with, after so many years of having a job with recreating their resume and their cover letters? I would say focus on your wins. It's all about what you have produced in your current role. So focus on the things that you have done to, you know, 
engage your customers and improve the processes on your current in your current role, how you have uh, saved your company money, how you have increased sales. Um, just focus on the results that you have gotten in your current role so that you can have a narrative to tell your future employer that you are excellent, not just that you're excellent, but you re- produce re- results. Like that's what you want to focus on. And um, and I, I feel like that's what the employers are looking for is someone that can produce, not just someone that can say, oh, I'm a good employee or I'm good at this or that. But I've actually done, you know, increased sales by 50 percent or reduce errors by 12 percent or you know, they want some solid numbers. Some Tangible things right. that they can right. refer to about you. Right. And so you have to That's great. Uh, record your win, you know, celebrate your wins in your, in your role. And if you're currently employed, you can start keeping a record of your wins on a weekly basis, you know, so that, you know, if, if you decide that this is not working out for you, then you have a record of your wins and you can take that and go forward. That's a great idea. I have, I have never heard of that before from anyone. And I think that is fabulous to, to do that because we get so busy with the during, you know, we get so busy with our day to day and we don't record that. So thank you for that. Sure. I wanted to also talk about how we, can keep our uh, mental health in check when it comes to, especially when when we we are not um, employed and bills got to get paid, and how you know how do we keep that in check and make sure that we are doing okay? And that also, I think what I wanna wanna focus on is you apply for so many jobs, and then maybe you get like one interview, and then you you know you don't you're excited about that one. And then the disappointment of, oh, I didn't get the job. Right. So where do you go from there? Right. So I think it's more of a general things to, to keep your attitude uh, uplifted. Like the first, the first point I want to bring about is you have to have an attitude of gratitude on a daily basis. I know if you find yes. yourself unemployed, it, it may seem difficult to um, have an attitude of gratitude, but if you if you really think about it, you have a lot of things to be grateful for. You know, just just being alive is is a blessing. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree you know? to be able to put your feet on the floor and you're like, I'm awake. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Just I mean, just the small things. I mean, you know, just being able to you know, have food and shelter. I mean, just the basics is something to be grateful for. Just being an American, living in the great old USA, that's the freedoms that we have, you know, are unmatchless, are matchless. So just, you know, find the attitude of gratitude, first of all. And then the second point I want to make is you should see how many people that you can serve. I know that's it's hard to think about serving others when you may find yourself unemployed, but 
that's a way to uplift your spirits. It's like giving is receiving. So if you serve Mm -hmm. others, then you can understand that there are people that are less fortunate than you are. And it brings you back to that gratitude, that attitude of gratitude. And just some ideas are um, you can volunteer at your church. You can volunteer to visit the elderly at a nursing home. You can um, babysit for a single mother or father. You can relieve someone that is a caregiver for their parents. Like just serving others will, will bring you a sense of peace and gratitude. And we think sometimes right away, we think that, oh, that's so counterproductive because, well, what am, you know, it's, uh, what am I going to do and using all that time for, for them? But truly when it, when you do do it, you're the one that's blessed and, and that you are the one who, who sees, like you said, that, that attitude of gratitude comes because you're like, well, you know, I've, I've helped someone and the poor me attitude gets replaced right you know poor me oh I don't have anything right can't do anything and you know when you get into that hole it is hard to get out right right (laughs) and and when you say about the poor me attitude the poor me thing is another point that I want to make is when you are find yourself unemployed you definitely want to find a friend or a confidant that you can just pour out to, you know, you can pour out to God, but sometimes it's, it's good to have somebody says, well, I know I can identify with that or, you know, it'll get better. It's just, it's just helpful to have someone to talk to. And um, that's, that's another point I wanted to make. And then the fourth point I wanted to make is, again, it t- take time to spend time with God. You know, you can let him be your confidant as well, confidant as well. You know, just even if you're just sitting there listening to what God may be saying to you, or even if you just find a scripture, you know, just just to ponder on it. Like one one of the things that I like is with God, all things are possible, right? Right. So that like that that opens up the realm of possibilities you know like God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think you know and he is the one that can create things he can orchestrate things for you and if you focus in on his word and his promises you will no longer be dejected and say woe is me and all that kind of stuff right (laughs) because the word comes to encourage you it's life so it brings life to your situation. Yes. And much of what this podcast is about is that is encouragement. And I'm so glad with about everything that you've shared so far. And it's so uplifting. And I'm I'm so grateful. I feel like, well, I'm a little, you know, I, I I'm like, wow, is this for me or is this for my audience? <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're encouraged and inspired by what I have to say. 
you know, if no one else is um, hearing this, I am definitely hearing this from from my heart. So I'm a little selfish in that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Sonia, for all that you've shared uh, so far. And I know that this is going to really bless my, my audience. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Sonia. And I thank you for all of the things that you've shared. And what I'm learning from you is do not, do not underestimate the power of prayer when it comes to your job search or anything in life. Absolutely. The prayer is the secret weapon to having an amazing job search because God can make it happen for you. He will. And you just have to take steps. You have to listen, take the steps that he tells you to take. And the rest is amazing. Yes, yes. And you've and you've also, God has really blessed you with just the creativity and the um and the willingness and the this drive to be able to talk about what um what you can help others with, especially other women. And um where can where can uh, my listeners connect with you the best? Yes. Um, well, the book is available on Amazon.com um, and also any other place that you would like to purchase books from, um, Barnes & Noble as well. Um, and also you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, Bless the Work of Our Hands is my Facebook page. And also I have an Instagram uh, for uh, the book. It's called Bless the Work at Bless the Work. And I have a web page and the web page is blessthework.com. So I post the different podcasts that I'm on and um, you can find prayers there as well. So prayers that are not even in the book on the website as well. That's wonderful. And I wish I could have asked you this in the first part of our, our podcast, but it looks like you know, with the many things that you are doing, you are also a wife, a mom of a blended family. And so, and you also love to cook. And I like what you said. She loves to cook and cooks to love. Oh, Absolutely. So cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Love is rocking in those pots. <laughs> so that's been fun. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's so exciting. That is so exciting that you can, um, I mean, this could be a whole nother podcast altogether. And like, how do you balance it all you know, type <laughs> thing with your family and your career and your book? So, but I'm so excited for you and what, and all the things that will continue to happen with your, with your message and your movement. I think it's a movement. Thank so. you. Thank <laughs> you. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Hey, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast, dear friend. Are you in the middle of a transition and feeling overwhelmed? I offer coaching for you who need to get clear on your next steps, whether it's figuring out how to declutter your home or declutter your life in general. I have a link in the show notes for you to click on to schedule a free 15-minute assessment to find out if we're a good fit. I look forward to talking to you. Until next time, God bless.